sports and culture show in the entire universe, The Fight Podcast. And as always, man, I'm bringing you guys some fire heat today, man. We had some great conversations, and today I'm bringing on Nicholas Maximov, man. This dude is a monster. 4-0 as a pro. Dude is 100% finish rate. You get in there with him, you're going to sleep. It is what it is. And so we get him going with that one, man. He is a Nate Diaz protege. He's fighting this weekend. It's submission underground. So without further ado, let's go ahead and bring him on the show. Nicholas, brother, what's going on, man? Welcome to Fight Podcast. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm just hanging out, chilling, and enjoying the summertime. Oh, bro, living the dream, man. Uh, First and foremost, like I said, brother, thank you so much for coming on the show today, man. I know you got a busy schedule, uh, especially with everything coming up this weekend. Uh, But what I want to do, bro, I I, got to let everybody know about yourself um, and a little bit about your background. Because, look, like I let everybody know already, fam, undefeated. You're, you're Nate's pro today. If anybody was able to watch some of the submissions that you've had on the car, first of all, I feel bad for Bruno Casillas because you almost ripped his arm clean out the socket. Yeah. One of the <laughs> dirtiest comores you'll ever see, man. Um, fam, yeah. hey, tell me about, like, how did you get started in MMA, bro? That's funny. Yeah, that was a good fight. <laughs> uh, I got started actually watching uh, Bruce Lee movies, and um, I pretty much just, like, saw him on TV. And I was like 10 years old. And I was like, I want to try that. And so I go to like a Taekwondo, Taekwondo school or like karate school, did that for a little bit. And then about a year's pass, and I just okay. transferred to like an MMA school. And then I was just kind of going back, saw a few fights and whatnot, just wanted to pursue it as a career, you know? So, basically, Bruce Lee, you know? Man, yo, Bruce Lee got a saw, fam. <laughs> he got a yeah, saw. Yeah, right. You know, between him yeah. and Jean-Claude Van Damme, I feel like all of us are out here waiting. Oh, man. He's a badass. I love blood sports. Oh, bro, one of, of the all-time movies. best move. You know what? I'm going to ask you. I always wait to the end of the show to ask people this, but I'm going to start off with this. For you, what are your top three martial arts movies of all time? Uh, I I don't know if I go in order, but I love uh, Return of the Dragon. Right, that's how you, that's what it's called, right? Uh, Blood Sport, and I'm a big Jason Statham fan too. So like anything he does, he doesn't really do martial arts movies, but I love how he does all his stunts and everything. So I'm a big Jason Statham fan. So anything he does, I'm I'm watching. Dude, who are you telling? You know? I, I bought a 2004. Audi A8 specifically for that one. I know Jason Statham really? is a fucking man. <laughs> that's badass. That's tight. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's, he's a man. That's so cool. Absolutely, yeah. bro. So look, man, going through your record, man, and then going up, finding some of your fights and shit, you absolutely have an amazing ground game. And here's the thing. You rarely see big guys that are as fluid on the ground as you. Now, um, I, I, like I said, I know you're, you're Nate Diaz protege. I know that you you train over there at the Nick Diaz Academy out there in Stockton, but dude, it, it, is is that something that you were already just you just came into it like a fish out of water, bro? Because you're as big as you are, you're super fluid on the ground. Yeah, um, I think for me, I got lucky. I started training jiu-jitsu when I was younger and wrestling when I was younger, so I had the little guy style before a bigger dude. So I think that is a 
big, big advantage for me. Um, just being able to being able to move like I'm 140, 150 pounds at when I'm 200 or whatever pounds I'm going right. to be fighting at. You know, I, that's a big thing. But and I think people have also seen like I've had a few couple good knockouts. Too. I have like three, four good knockouts on my record. So when people see that, I think it scares people. Like, what do I do? Do I focus on my takedown defenses camp or submissions or do I try to, you know, box them? It's like, what do I do? That's why I love MMA because it's like I can not – I might not be the best grappler or the best boxer. Right. If I mix it up the best, then it's like, you know, the other guy has no idea what to think. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like I think I got – lucky with my grappling got really good kind of quick so i now i can like get away with a lot of things that a lot hmm. of people can't you know what i'm so saying so let me ask you this man how long have you actually been training on the ground uh eight oh, nine years because i know you're a brown belt um and now let me ask you this how long have you been over there training at the diaz academy uh, I would go off and on there, so I would say six years. But this is a thing. I would, I lived in Chico, and I would go down there for the summers or when I wasn't playing football or wrestling. Mm. So I'd go down there on the weekends or whatnot, and just go out there like right. on and off. But for like the last two or three years, I've been there pretty okay. consistently. Like just two, three years, just going as you know every day, this and that, just going consistently. I said, um, yeah, I've been going there for a little while. Dude, that's cr- so. Okay, so. And starting it and stuff and getting there. Now, was that somewhere you always actually planned on being? Did you always tell yourself, like, no, fuck that. I'm Like I said, I'm, I'm in this part of Cali. I'm going to take my butt over there. I'm going to go ahead and rock that out, man. How does that work for you, bro? Like, what was it just like, you know, it was, was it just a natural fit for you? Say, you know what? Uh, more or less. I mean, I wasn't like... <laughs> To say, like, sure, I wasn't, like, the best kid growing up, you know what I'm saying? I got in a lot of trouble and stuff, so it's like, when I see them, it's like, it's not saying, it's hard to explain, but in a way, it does fit me well, you know what I mean? But, I mean, when I was younger, it was like, you you know, you ride favor of them, you're like, oh, I want to go to Alpha Mill, or this or that. True. But it's like, as time went on, I just had a relation with the guys from the academy just go there and shoot my way through there right you know what i mean so that was just easier for me to do rather than trying to go to like a great jackson or go to vegas or something like that this is one of the best camps in the world and it's you know close to where i i live or where my parents are from where my, my home is technically you know and which is chica the few hours up north okay so it's like why not just stay, you know, go somewhere close. Facts. So. Well, how about this, Barrett? Like, for yourself, dude, and I definitely want to jump into some, some submission underground stuff as well, man. But for yourself in that gym, what makes that academy specifically for you so great? Like, what is it about the, the type of training that makes it the best gym in the world? I think you get, because you get, like, Division One wrestlers, you get uh, world champion black belts, you get world champion boxers, you get some of the best kickboxers in the world coming out here. Like, Ernie was coming out here, Ernie Reyes Jr., yeah. he was a, he's a badass. Uh, Kit Cope's a badass. Everyone else, it's like their team and it's their way or the highway. If you don't get, uh, they don't get other people from, like, out of town or this and that to come in and come train. They got their specific boxing coach and their specific jiu-jitsu coach and specific guys. Like homegrown you know dudes. You get so many looks. 
Yeah, it's that's where we're the best because we expand and we go and we help each other out, you know. Ah, I love that, dude. I love that, man. So, um, in terms of you know submission on the ground, man, you you you've worked, you've been with them a couple times, and now you're going ahead, you're jumping back in the mix, man. Like I said, I see my man's got the super scion waiting and shit, got the hair up and popping, man. What, so, what was it for you, for you, man? What was it um, about submission on the ground? Like I said, tell me a little bit about this opponent and this event. Um, it's a good event. This will be my fifth time competing oh, in it. Um, super dope. I uh, I have a good. Uh, I'm, I I've been doing. I've been going here since like 2016 or something like that. So I've been going here for a while. But um, yeah, it's cool. The guy I'm going against is like a wrestler mm-hmm. type, brown belt type guy. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. I don't know uh, too much about him. Like I did my last uh, opponent mm-hmm. for this event, but I do know he's just a wrestler, and that's kind of about it i haven't really watched a whole lot or anything like that i just i don't know just i'm just focusing more on myself you know so for you, man, um, and again, I know we're all over the place, man, but I know you, like I said, you were driving and stuff, and I, like I said, I really want to make sure that people really understand your style. So if you're looking at you, man, and seeing everything that you've accomplished and you're going through already, if someone's never seen you, this is the first time we've actually you, you, you watched you, what should we know about Nicholas's style? Why, why, do you, why should we pay attention? I like to think my style, I like to kind of describe it like this I try to get I love that shit person's like thing like their attribute but what I would be best at coming from of course so whether it's Nate John Jones uh, you know whoever you know it's just Cody Garbrandt or something like that if I like those fighters and I want to put it together that's what I want to do so it's kind of like I don't know I want to say I have a unique style Mm -hmm. I, I just have it. I'm just. I feel like I'm different. I move different. Yeah. I just. I do everything I do. I just feel like it's different from a lot of people, especially at 185 or 205. Right. I just feel like it's different. You know. Well, so. dude, like I said, you're only four in and you're starting to, you, that's just an amazing camp. I mean, obviously for most of us, we look at, for instance, like the pinnacle being the UFC, right? We want to make sure we're there, we're the main show. We want to go out there and fight on Fight Island with the with the Kumatang and all that, that what, what's yeah, going on. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> like I said, when are we going to see you in the cage next? there's something in Colorado happening possibly um, in July. Nice. I know there's something in Northern California happening in June. Uh, I don't know if it's a, a pro event, but I did see there's amateurs on it. I, I just really don't know, but it's like I'm feel like I'm chomping at the bit yeah. every time I see an event just to try to get on it. Well, dude, it's like impossible to get on anything. Oh, dude, it mu- I mean, it has to be so nuts right now for you. Like, how have you been holding up with COVID and everything, man? Like with training. It's terrible because I was supposed to fight uh, March and April, oh, but man. no, no, fight, they all got canceled. And then April was really difficult to train. It was really hard. I was more just running and uh, wrestling and stuff like that. But I wasn't like training like boxing or jiu jitsu. Right. But the last like two, three weeks, I've been like almost pretty much sparring and stuff. So that's like good to get back in the routine of things. But I'm. It's just really difficult, you know. This whole thing's just screwing everything up for me and all my plans. Right. I, I was trying to fight. Hopefully, 
either in the contender series or the UFC yeah. like by July. Oh. You know, now it's not gonna happen. Well, do you do? I mean, for you, let me ask you because I've asked a couple dudes of this, and the frustration is is evident, and I, I definitely understand the frustration there. Um, but do you do you see like a, like a silver lining for yourself? And it's just like you know what? At least I get to like I get more training under my belt now, especially because certain shit starting to open up a little bit. Do you feel like you're starting to add a couple more tools in your game now that you have a little bit more time off? Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, I, it's like I just rather fight. Yeah, you know? I understand like, that. It's, it's, there's, yeah, pros and cons to everything, mm-hmm. and you know, you want to find the pro pros in it all, but it's like, like right now it's just difficult because it's like. You know, I'm training hard and stuff, and it's like almost like four yeah. months. What reason? Yeah, yeah. You know, I've been doing this for two, three months. And just even. Yeah, I don't even know. It's just hard. It's hard to explain, but it's like you just get kind of sick and tired of it. Oh, dude, you know? no. I, I mean, it, it has to be just that that little bit of motive, extra motivation, especially when you don't have that light at the end of the tunnel. Has to be nuts. Yeah. You know what I mean? So for uh, me. It's, 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 that's why I'm excited for the submission underground. Dude, that's a great outlet for you guys, man. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, being if, that you've been to the cool, event. Cool. But I, I, I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. On Sunday. No, dude, that's awesome. Yo, you guys must get amazing exposure yeah. also that it's on Fight Pass. Me, the fact that it's on Fight Pass, man, it has to be some great exposure for you guys. You would hope at least. <laughs> it is not shit to do. <laughs> I wouldn't want to do Yeah, it's a good ass card. The card is hella good. Jake Shields and all them, they're, you know, hella good yeah, fighters are on that card, so. Yeah, Dude, I don't a know. lot it's of different weird, dudes. Yeah. Well, it's just a weird oh, ass man, it, It's crazy. Well, let me ask you this then, man. Since we've been, like, chill, and, and it's been crazy as it has been for yourself, man, have you been watching anything or, like, you know, whether it be for yourself, you know, a- any TV shows, anything that actually pops for anybody that you're like, nah, this is my shit. We're all locked down anyways. I'm going to watch this. What have you been watching? What can we recommend for people? That's what I'm talking about. I haven't even really watching any TV. I've been just training, yeah, watching fights. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I've just been chilling, really. I mean, there's, I, I just, I don't know. I've just been kind of trying to lock myself in that mindset of just watching older, even older fights. I like watching older ones more than new oh. ones. I think that's more entertaining. Like old school UFCs, you know, or Pride. I think that's more fun than. Well, let me. In that case, man, for you, bro, what is the best? um, What is that old school fight that you can suggest to people that you always go back like, "This is my fight, best fight of all time." I love this one. For you, what one is that? I like um, I like Diaz versus Robbie Lawler. Oh, bro. Whatever it was, I like. I like all the prize fights. I like. Yeah, Fedor, all Fedor oh, fights dude. I like. I'm a huge Fedor fan. Fe- so you know what's funny? Fedor's I parents. think people now, and I'm glad you brought Fedor up, I, people nowadays who are like new MMA fans don't understand how great Fedor was. Like, dude, I just actually a couple days ago yeah. watched Fedor against uh, Big Knock. And when you're watching how yeah, good-ass good fight, night. man. 
And that's the thing, and that's why I love getting fighters on here talking about for like actual real fights that people don't understand. Because that's when you see, like, especially yeah. those guys in Pride. And like I said, I know you brought up Nick and that fight with Robbie Lawler. People forget about that fight. They think of the Stockton slap and they forget that these dudes got paws and they're knocking people out like a Robbie Lawler. I mean, these are some amazing fights, man. Dude, how has working with the Diaz brothers for you benefited your development? Um, I would say it's more of a mentality. Their mentality is really different, and to kind of adapt their mentality in my game, I think helps me a lot. Uh, they, they, you know, they're like triathletes, marathon people, so it's like, no, I gotta adapt my body to that type of lifestyle, which is not, you know, you don't see many two hundred twenty guy pound guys, fifteen pound guys trying to run. You know, or keep up with them in like triathlons or whatever, you know, this or that. So it's kind of like, it, it's cool because it's like a different right. mental toughness that you got to achieve, which I really like, you know, trying to push yourself in a different way. You can do that in wrestling, jiu-jitsu, boxing, you can push yourself like that. But when you're out there running, you know, in like the Central Valley and the heat like this, it's like, oh my, it's just different type of toughness that you got to get. But it helps a lot, you know, and... So I'd say their mentality is kind of what I've adapted. I can see that. I mean, dude, that sure. they have such a, and I think that's something that everyone has loved about the, the, the Diaz brothers. And if you can get a little bit of that, just a touch of that, like I think it, it'll get, it'll do anybody any type of justice. But that like constant cardio and actually like being yeah. true to martial arts. Again, not enough people actually have that. And the fact that you have that, and bro. I was cracking up when I was on your uh, IG, and I'm looking, I'm like, yo, my man's is in the background looking thugged out with the rest of them. I was like, I want no smoke with the squad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, right, that's what's up. Yeah, no, I'm like, I feel like I'm always right there nowadays, and it's cool, because I was with them for a while, but then I go off to college and everything, and that, you know, wrestle and whatnot so i had to go do that but now it's right. like it feels like it's home in a way you know what i mean it feels like it's the right spot it just hits it hits perfectly with me so that's why i'm like happy with where i'm at because it's seriously if i were anywhere else i don't think it feel right you know that's and so cool i feel right at dude home. Ha- yeah, being cool. able to go yeah. out there and actually meeting or like and under like it's in having an opportunity for instance to like know individuals that you have essentially been you know admiring has to do so well for a young fighter um that's something that i think a lot of people again who are in the sport and up and coming in the sport don't have the fact that you have that tutelage and that knowledge right there i mean it, it is again it seems like you have to work at the look the proof isn't putting we're seeing you ripping people's arms off you know in all your pro fights um yo so do you, when do we yeah, think yeah. you know all in all like i said unfortunately this year has been messed up and again we're looking hopefully contender series and shit in july have you heard of anything and like i said if we're projecting when do you think that we can actually get you on like i said when do you think we're going to get everything in the ufc or one of the big shows you know i mean i was really it's like hopefully before the year ends Mm -hmm. that's the goal i don't want to be 23 24 again and i want to be i wanted to be 21 but 22 is like the i think the pro will be a great age for me to Maybe, you know, like your November, December would be like a perfect time, right. you know, if I can try to get in there, get fight, you know, a couple times, maybe July, August, 
you know, November, December rolls around and just kind of hopefully hit that mark and be in the UFC. I think that'd be perfect. I think that's like, you know, the the goal, the dream right now. Oh, so. dude, that would be fucking amazing, bro. Like, yo, yeah. hey, and like I said, here in the Fight Podcast, dude, we'll be pubbing you, we'll be cheering for you, and uh, we're we, we gonna keep supporting the, the rise, bro. Uh, before we get you out of here, yeah. really, thank you so much for your time today, man. Um, yeah. For you, what do you, what like I said, a couple things before we get you out of here. If we have an opportunity to look at any of your fights, and you want to actually have somebody look at your fights and say, yo, who Nicholas is, which one of your fights should they look at? Probably the Bruno Castillas okay. fight. Uh, that's a good fight. That guy fought in uh, Bellator and stuff, and he uh, he probably had like 20 or 30, you know, fights, like amateur and whatnot, so that was kind of a cool fight. Man. Um, that was, yeah, I like that one a lot. All right, that's the one. We, we got to check him out. And, you know, for those who do not know, that's the one, like I told you guys earlier, he won by Kimura, almost ripped somebody's arm completely off. Uh, <laughs> that was in the second round. You can fight, like I said, that was, what is it, hard-fought championships, man. So that was definitely a dope-ass fight, man. Um, dude, I love it. Uh, this weekend, what, what, what should I expect this weekend? Uh, hopefully a crazy finish or something. <laughs> I want to do something crazy and just kind of get in and get out. So that'd be tight. So we got flying triangles. That's what we. That's what we. That's are. what I was. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> I think that's the goal. That's the move. Yeah. That's what it tight. is, man. Um, best submission. Best submission specialist, not named Diaz, in the UFC today. <laughs> You know who I like a lot is uh, Gilbert Burns. I like him a lot. Dude. He's a good grappler. Yo. Really good grappler. What's your pick Underrated. between Gilbert Burns and, uh, and Whitley this weekend? Uh, I think really power in the fight. They both got power, but I think Gilbert might be too quick for him but I don't know I've never seen it has Gilbert even fought at 170 he just uh, he knocked yeah. out Damian Maya last month oh see yeah there you go so that's a yeah that's a good little shot yeah fam he I'll knocked out Damian her. Maya with a check left hook right off the top yeah yeah Nasty. yeah I got you then I think Burns would be the man dude Look, Gilbert Burns is one of those guys that has one of, the, I think, one of the best well-rounded jiu-jitsu games in the world. And with, yeah. with guys like yourselves, you know, and everybody over there, and guys like Gilbert, I think that dudes who are awesome at jiu-jitsu but are dangerous strikers are some of the most dangerous matchups out there. Just because at the end of the day, they'll stand with you because they're not afraid to go to the ground. And that, I think, is yeah. something that even for powerful wrestlers, it has to be something that's hard to deal with. Uh, before we get you out of here, would yeah. you mind speaking on that a little bit? On, uh, like, on ju- what? Ju- ju- jiu-jitsu versus wrestling. Like, great jiu-jitsu versus gr- like, powerful oh. wrestling. Ooh, yeah. That, I mean, that's a tough question. It's, yeah, you gotta have... You gotta have, you gotta have every- you gotta both. But it's like... Um, See, well, like, Damian Maya versus, like, a Ben Askren. Ben Askren's not a powerful wrestler. You know what I'm saying? So that's kind of, like, that was, like, a good matchup for Jiu-Jitsu. But if you get, like, I mean, I, I don't even know how to describe well, shit. it. We'll like, see it this weekend. Woodley, yeah, yeah. See, I don't, it's just hard. It's really just hard. Maybe, if you look at Jiu-Jitsu matchups, though, just straight Jiu-Jitsu matchups, mm-hmm. 
it's like jiu-jitsu might probably will win but if you got a fight it's like i think wrestling might win it's just hard you yeah i don't tough matchup i think it depends on the person oh absolutely man well check it out bro we can't wait to watch you this weekend on submission underground uh we'll be there man actually we'll be live tweeting and live chatting throughout man so we'll be right there uh bro thank you so much for joining me today where can they find you man where can people find you uh nicholas twitter and facebook it's just nicholas maximo on all of it so you can just find me on all those social medias and you got a dope ass fight name like it feel like we're out here in gladiator and shit (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's funny yeah it's cool (laughs) all right brother well thank you so much for joining me man uh on the fight podcast brother we'll get you on here hopefully we get you on here again soon for sure thank you thank you for having me i appreciate it a lot absolutely bro you You have a goal man be easy thank you too all right guys that was my conversation with Nicholas Maximus uh, Maximov. He's fighting in Submission Underground this weekend. It is going to be an amazing event. I can't wait. Uh, Submission Underground, man, is Chael Sonnen's thing. He is goes out there and he puts on amazing events. These are some of the best grapplers in the world. Thinking about the team that Nick is on, bro, he's going to be one of those guys. A 205-pound athletic, you know, jiu-jitsu practitioner with that toughness that the Diaz brothers bring in and still. I'm telling you, this is one of the guys that you're really going to have to look out for in the next few years, especially in the larger organizations, man. So thank you so much, for Nicholas, for joining us on the Fight Podcast today. Make sure you check him out. Make sure you check him out this weekend on Submission Underground. It should be a great time. But without further ado, this is Serge Vitetta, the Underground King. You've joined me on episode 215 of the greatest combat sports and culture show in the entire universe, the Fight Podcast. I love you guys. I appreciate you. And we'll see you guys next time right here on the Fight Podcast.